You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Flawless Noises Media Network. We've put together a compilation featuring previews of all of our wonderful show's episodes from the past two weeks. Please, feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, significant others, Twitter and Instagram followers, and more. In doing so, you will help others get to know our sound. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon that features exclusive bonus content. For a small monthly fee, you'll have access to both audio and video content. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises to sign up. We thank you for your support and look forward to bringing you more hashtag content. This is Gay Side Stories hosted by Curtis. Double O verse. So there was another part in the article that I was like, this is kind of lame, but <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there because I want to see if people have ever heard of this. But the alleged term for gay and bi men that are not into anal sex is sides. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, so it's like tops, bottoms. But if you don't like either one, then you're on the side. And I was like, I get where you were going with it. I don't like where you ended up. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. You tried that one, but it's not happening. Sides? No. No, no, no. No, that's, we're not going to make that fetch. Fetch is not happening. Not no. with that. Not with that. Um, nice try though. Right. Somehow you've gotten into a relationship with another man who you bought him for and you do not enjoy anal sex. And for whatever reason, you never were upfront with him about that. So here are some ways to help you deal with that. But I think that when we're trying to talk about our community as a whole, we had to be broader than that. Because not everybody is in a relationship. And not everybody is this bad at communicating. Like, how do you end up in a whole relationship with someone and you don't, you two don't have an understanding of what is enjoyed sexually? Like, yeah, I don't know how you get there. That's I, first date conversation material, if we're being honest. That's, that's pre date. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> when he talked me good, I take his ass to Chili's. and i think that this article skips over just the basic premise of compatibility when it comes to anal sex because i'm not one like i i consider myself verse i've done both there are things about it i have hang-ups about just bottoming for any old body but when i have done it and I enjoyed it, we were on the same page. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, a, well, I'm not into it at all and I'm not trying to have a up in me, but I'm gonna go over there anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we both knew right. what it was. And I just so happened that he was good at the preparation and you know, we had a good time. But it's not a, if I know I'm into a certain thing, I'm not trying to just have so I'm not trying to retrofit that to fit someone that I meet. This is Ratchet Ramblings, hosted by Candace, Curtis, and Jeremy. Don walked up to Charmaine right now and was like, let's fuck. 
guess who's pulling their panties to the side? Well, she probably ain't wearing no panties. But um, guess who been in the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neek. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, Don Neek. I mean, it's a no-brainer. And I'm straight as hell, but that's a no-brainer. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you set yourself up for that one. I mean, it wouldn't be you if you didn't take the alley loop. It's fine. Don't make this about me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Them awards made this about you, nigga. What I just said? Because <laughs> that 53% that you got. Oh, uh, fuck them. They troll. Fuck them. <laughs> the 53% that you got. <laughs> Ought to tell you enough. Mm. You ain't trash. They saving all they paid it for Michael dragging his ass. Well, I'm here for it. Same. Because they need to get they need to get Dobby the touchy feely up out of here. Dobby the touchy feely. (laughs) Never change, (laughs) Kurt. Oh, that's, that's exactly what that is. <laughs> After I seen that shit, I had to drop my head and lay my head on the pillow. I'm like, my God damn. That shit messed me up. Darby the grabby. Like, it's okay. And my husband was, girl, bye. He grabbing man ass more than he grabbing your titties, girl. We know why you mad. <laughs> what time it is with all that bullshit. That's true. <laughs> Neek ass back there. Who believes this bullshit? <laughs> Neek was like, look, I may not be much. I might look like Flick from A Bug's Life. <laughs> Never mind, I forgot the rest of the joke. <laughs> I think we're gonna call this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the most accurate comparisons you don't ever <laughs> No, it's very fucking accurate and very where you <laughs> Where you was going with it was accurate too. Like, yeah, he might not. I might. He might not be the finest motherfucker, but what we do know is he's a hell of a lot better than Van. And this time it's just like, okay, well, call her, call the person out on the bullshit who keep inviting motherfuckers that y'all don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. Mm. But Shawnee need those ratings because that last season of Basketball Wives was boo boo. And so I see her trying to ramp up the drama just a little bit more. But girl, nobody wants to see Evelyn running across tables like a goddamn roach. We don't. Because we know she's not going to do shit. Every opportunity that she has had this season and last to throw hands, she never did. Yeah. We don't need to see no Spanish Harlem cockroach running all over our TV. Spanish Harlem cockroach. Well done, Candy. You are doing amazing. Yeah, that one, yeah, we don't need it. Let's leave us alone. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Phoebe, sweet. Mm. Phoebe. 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 I don't exactly know who let you out of that same 
bozo ass school that Akbar V came from, baby, music is not for you. That mm. was a terrible fucking song. You have no Ooh. talent whatsoever. You can't even look cute in the video. You looked a fucking idiot in that entire video. And when Jackie was shading her like, baby, you got to move around. You can't do the whole video in the same two positions on top of the car, baby. That's not how this <laughs> works. And I could not disagree. I don't even fuck with Jackie Christie on any mm. level. But I could not disagree. Imagine your shit being so trash that Jack and Christie got a point about you. Valid critiques. Mm. Everybody like, okay, okay, we bopping, we bop. No, no, no. <laughs> we are in fact not bopping. We're you not... are flopping, Phoebe. Is what you are doing? Yes, yes. Phoebe the flop. Mm. Call that bitch Magikarp. All, all right. That was rude. <laughs> but not untrue. It's what you deserve, little elf face bitch. Like, you can't <laughs> fucking rap. Get the fuck out of my face. You have no purpose on this show. I'm tired. Maybe Juan is just not a super emotional person, or maybe he likes his privacy because in that scene, he looked like he wanted to be there. Like with Robin, he looked like he was excited to come home and shit. And even with the the birthday event as well. Like he seemed yeah. really appreciative and glad to have her. And affectionate. Um, he was very yeah, affectionate. Yeah, and affectionate. Yeah. She must have started doing that Carly Red foot trick. She over okay. there, listen, Robin over there spelling coconut. You are doing amazing, Curtis. <laughs> Let's call this show Coconut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> on the one hand, yuck. It, you deserve to be shamed. But on the other hand, it's like, I mean, the people in the know, like, when you know, you know. <laughs> so <And> yeah, <laughs> anal sex is hazardous so it's, just, it's, just, I, it's like on the one hand like I, I do take away from you because you Carly Red, but on the other hand I can sympathize to a degree let me let me be clear <laughs> okay because <laughs> I don't care who involved I ain't boo-booing on nobody's sheets but that's it ain't about me but what I am saying is Shit happened, and that's not. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. That's not what I meant to say. (laughs) That is absolutely not what I meant to say. (laughs) You're doing amazing, friend. Doing amazing. This is Crown and Collards, hosted by Jeremy, Will, and Bianca. And so, for her to be like, "Nah, I'm." I'm playing the the tree because I want to play the fucking tree. It's just like, girl, really? Like, stop thinking about what you want for like two seconds and think about what other people might actually need slash can use slash can benefit from. It's just selfish, you know, and I hate how selfish they be sometimes, to put it plainly. They being the whites. Yes. 
they being the whites. This is why she, <laughs> For sure. this, this is why she got thrown off that goddamn clip and cliff and endgame. <laughs> and nothing of value was lost. And the world continued to turn. Here's the yeah. question. How do we as people who consume music go about doing this? Do we A play a lot of the game's music at one time so this girl can get her coins really fast? Mm. Or B, do we do the exact opposite of that? Pay her, uh, play the uh, music slow as fuck to stop listening to this shit all together in mass. I mean, he's got his fans who are gonna listen no matter what, but like the rest of us, the casual fans, the people who might have his music in the playlists or whatever. Do we tell him to cut it off, slow his money flow down so that he is still paying her? Cause she's still gonna get paid. She's gonna get bank like as this goes. Mm. But do we make game pay for a long ass time or do we get sis her coins asexually? Mm, see, I like it. I like it. See, because either way, he suffer. Right. I, I told you we were finna go left. <laughs> I was the guy that had a posting up that I wanted to go branch out and try non-sexual spanking other women, couples, or single guys. My current girlfriend really likes it, so I wanted to try it with different people. You came over a few times, and it was great. We eventually lost touch. If by the slim chance you are reading this, let's do it again. Um, I don't I don't think she's reading Craigslist the second time. I think she cut off contact because the spanking didn't quite go as uh it didn't slap. Thank you. <laughs> it was right there. Oh my god, it, it was it was on the teeth. Thank you for knocking it out of the park. <laughs> Basically, the the gist of this article and um articles that I've seen support, supporting this is Joe Biden is the best chance we have to beat Trump, which. Mm, and don't worry if that nigga is 105. To which I say, like I opened this segment with, have you people lost your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> that, but also, Joe, there are so many questions and so many concerns about Joe Biden. Honestly, a, a lot of these motherfuckers, but Joe Biden in particular, like, his age is the least of, of, of my concern. Imagine how bad you have to be to be almost 80 and to have your age be the least of someone's concerns for one of the most stressful and strenuous jobs in the fucking world. I would like to know who the fuck is still paying for Lauren Hill tickets in 2019. <laughs> Stupid people. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? With the self-drag, I just... I just the lack of self love. It it jumped out. It jumped like, like are you not well? Do you not it look took we, center stage? Would were you not hugged? Were you not loved? Did you like what is what is it? Why do you hate? Why did when did you give up on you, beloved? Wait, is she even allowed to sing the shit that made her famous? Uh mm. <laughs> Well, that answers that. Yeah. Yeah. 
the miseducation of a mistress, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I should have gotten your number. But yeah, message me at the main of the store. Yes, I said that the fuck how she spelled it. What the fuck? Is- Meet me at the main of the store so I know it's you and let's talk. The end. The first thing when I saw Maine that came to my mind was, why you wanna, why you wanna take me out of Iron Man? Take this bitch to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Kamala Harris, twenty twenty. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up, girl. (laughs) You talking about it? This this nigga tried to make you his girlfriend when he in front of his mama. I know, right? Like, in front of his mama, girl, that's a serial <sighs> killer. Girl, you should have ran. Run! That's a rabbit boiling motherfucker if I ever heard of one. Okay. This is Mama Meets World, hosted by Brie. And I think I was in active labor with Shiraz for about 24, or maybe it was like 24, 27 hours. I can't totally remember. But... It was, you know, it was very easy. He came out. Um, he was a really good baby when he came out and, you know, no big issues. The issue that I had happened after I had him, which was probably about 10 days after I had him. I had to go back to the hospital where, you know, they go and they check on the baby and things. Well, the doctor wanted to check my blood pressure. So they checked my blood pressure and my blood pressure was sky high. So they ended up... Um, putting me in the hospital for, I forget, I think it was like three or four days. And so I was separated from my baby um, for that time period. But my mom happened to be in town, so she was able to take care of him. And after that, it, it was fine. Brayden, his story is a lot different um, than Sherrod. And it probably comes, you know, my delivery with Brayden, probably comes from what was happening around the time that Brayden was actually conceived and also just what was happening during my pregnancy with Brayden. I didn't have a wonderful pregnancy with Brayden. One, because me and Brayden's father, my ex-husband, we couldn't get along during almost the entire pregnancy. I was stressed out. I started having Braxton Hicks contractions about 14 weeks um, with Brayden, his father told me that he wanted a divorce when I was probably about 12 weeks pregnant, something like that. So it was a really stressful, you know, period in my life being pregnant with him. And so that went on into the delivery. Now, so they started with the induction. Um, that was the hardest thing ever. My cervix did not want to open. It was not ready. And they started with I forgot Cervidil. Cervidil. They started with Cervidil where they take a take a pill and they put it on your cervix and it's supposed to like soften your cervix and open it up. Okay. Then they started with the Foley bulb. The Foley bulb didn't even work at all with this time. And like I said, it's like a little balloon that they put in your cervix and they just they open it up, open it up, open it up. And it wasn't working at all. And so they were really concerned because we were going on like 
day two of these methods and nothing was happening. My body was not ready to go into labor. So it was a really strange. She's telling me that I need a blood transfusion because I have I lost so much blood when I had the C-section. They get it together for my blood transfusion. So I get I get on the bed and they can't find a vein to put the IV in for me to even get a blood transfusion. So they're talk I hear them talking and they're like, "Well, what maybe we can check and put it put one in her toes." You know, my toes were so swollen, they couldn't even put anything in my toes. So I got a blood transfusion, and they put it in my neck. And because it was in my neck, they had to put me, I was kind of like laying down, like head down. I don't even know how they really explain it. But I wasn't laying flat. I was like laying head down on the hospital bed um, with a huge needle in my neck. And I think I had the IVN for about 12 hours. It was horrible. This is Yip or Yuck. Um, So I, too, loved it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute and amazing seeing the story with real-looking animals, like Candace said, and all the animals looking like they're supposed to look. Shout-out to warthogs being ugly as hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I, I, I somebody ass, but it's okay. I appreciated the realism. <laughs> <laughs> but girl, you ugly. <laughs> it is what it is. And I think that the movie had its own charm. I think that they did a really good job of making it charming without having the space to take as many liberties as you can with an animated film. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have all of the expression in the animals' faces, which I also thought was an interesting um, criticism that people had. But it was still charming. The other thing, I'm sorry, I have to be a little bit petty. The circle of life. Let me tell y'all something. If I am an antelope or a gazelle, I'm not celebrating the birth of no fucking lion that's going to... (laughs) <laughs> i'm not doing it i don't give a fuck they went the fuck up didn't they they was going up like a club on the tuesday and i'm just like you do realize that the likelihood of you losing your life has to these increased. lions has increased because there is another one and i don't want to hear that shit talking about oh well when we die we become the grass and they eat the grass okay but the why does the circle of life have to be painful for us and not for y'all <laughs> <laughs> like, we gotta wait till y'all niggas die and become some grass in the meantime like, really, you come and I'm you bite us <laughs> but in the meantime you come and bite us through the neck and we got to die a painful slow bloody death to in front of everybody facilitate the circle of life <laughs> man so that i was just being petty though i was like ain't no way i'm not gonna be able to do it sis minus so, the minus the singing because he, he right. could have left us alone with that. They should have done like the animated mm-hmm. film and had somebody else do the actual singing. Uh, so yeah. I feel the same way in two in two ways. One, I I typically like Donald Glover's music, um, and I love Beyonce's music. Did not like their voices together at all. At all. Uh, and she I was doing they, her good singing, too. She was doing her good singing with the runs, and then you have Donald Glover barely fucking whispering. I wish either they had gotten somebody with a with a softer voice than Beyonce if they wanted him to sing, or gotten somebody with a more powerful voice 
since Beyonce was bringing her good voice. Like, but it just came. I didn't like their version of Can You Feel the Love Tonight because you could tell they weren't equally yoked in terms of vocal ability. So let's talk about favorite songs then. Brown Skin Girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Move forever. New anthem. Move forever. I like Nile. I like Keys to the Kingdom a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keys to the Kingdom get me through my workouts in the morning. Like at really? already get me through in the morning. I'll be like, oh god, I'm about to die. Let me put on Keys to the Kingdom. <laughs> that's real. I like though. that Jara, but that Burner Boy song. Yeah, that's a good I- song. I'm not a huge Tierra Whack fan, even though I'm a fan of black women dominating hip hop. But this was the song she needed to be on. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's her style, that kind of weird, quirky type of like she was perfect on the song that she was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On this mm-hmm. album. Yeah. I I enjoyed Power. Is that it? My power, yeah. I of course have to mention Bigger in Spirit because anytime Beyonce opens that throat for lack of a better term. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. Like Maybe I love my nerves talking about throat. <laughs> <laughs> like I love all Annoying. versions of Beyonce. Like when she rapping, when she talking her shit and everything. But at the end of the day, singing ass Beyonce is still my favorite. And so Indeed. to hear her pull those vocals from the entirety of her body for bigger and spirit it just warms my heart so those are definitely on there uh i also like don't jealous me like the song where he's like you know what is it monkey don't swing with i'm a snake don't swing with monkey something like that yeah i like that song a lot too. too brown skin girl because we kind of glossed over it a little bit, but Brown Skin Girl is the perfect example of classic Beyonce in that she gives you a, a woman's anthem, girl's anthem, femme anthem. I don't know what the correct term when that is, but I love the way, and I think they said this on the read a long time ago, but I love the way Beyonce makes black women feel about themselves. And I I, do. I love yes. that she yes. and all of her light skin, Creole, whatever you want to call it, still feels like she has a responsibility and takes it serious and does it in, in uplifting darker skinned women. So yeah. we're going to end this as we normally do. And I think we can probably do both at the same time because it's probably going to be the same answer. But The Lion King and The Lion King, The Gift album. Do y'all give it a yep or you give it a yuck? Yep. Yep. I give it five yeps directly from my throat. All right. <laughs> fantastic film fantastic album and i feel good i feel enriched and as you can hear we have one of the most terrible motherfuckers uh wow wow taylor is here no 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 naomi's mom is naomi's mom is here um yeah hi i'm not terrible 
don't know what the oh, hell they no. talking about. Child. I ain't even did shit lately. Like, bitch, you just did lately. something yesterday. <laughs> that was yesterday. It's in the past. <laughs> They're still here. It's listen, in the past. Listen, Taylor. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. Listen, Taylor. Remember who you are. <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We starting early with trash. Okay. All right. Yeah. And from our Patreon, this is The Portal, hosted by Michael and Candace. Which brings me to the next thing. Mike has a manga corner. That's kind of saucy, right? Yeah. You did your thing with that one. I see you. And um, it's, you know, basically manga, new manga series that he's reading. And he considers a new series anything under 50 chapters. Um, so I guess you could catch up really quickly. Um, and I'm going to let him tell you the first one because I don't know anything about it. so the first one here is called black torch um it's written by uh suyoshi takaki this is backwoods burn book hosted by jeremy you not gonna you not gonna undo a system by being like well i mean you picked on me for being light-skinned or like y'all trying to because i'm light-skinned y'all had to like you know, only dark skin people experience discrimination shit. That and nobody's saying that shit. Like everything is not an attack on you and your identity. You know what I'm saying? Like if and in this case, that song with Beyonce, like the fact that Beyonce herself she had to get on Instagram and be like, Girl, I meant brown. <laughs> I did not mean all skin all lights all light skins. I meant brown. You know what I'm saying? And the thing with me is like Beyonce is so like all-inclusive black women positive like the fact that she decided to dedicate something to darker toned women does not mean like fuck all you light-skinned bitches like that's i didn't understand like not letting brown girls have their moment you know what i'm saying like this is the weekly wind down hosted by candace and curtis y'all got jennifer hudson looking the fucking fool Y'all have Judy Dench looking the fucking fool. Ian McKellen looking a fucking fool. What is this? Who gave up on the design? Like who quit in the middle of it? Who 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 did y'all not pay? Because why did y'all give up on making them look like cats? <laughs> like y'all did all of this shit. They and they what is it? Anamorphic, I guess. But then you you got to the face and you just said fuck it. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Got to the mm. face and said, "For you, y'all got fine ass Idris Elba looking a Look mess, fucking mess. Y'all are <laughs> terrorists. Where is the FBI when you need them? The FCC should do? never have let this come out. I cannot believe y'all have these big name actors and y'all. This is what y'all did. Why did you stop at the face?" Y'all allow y'all's children to play dress up, wear a costume to bed every fucking night to, if they want to. We, the movies and the TV shows that kids watch, they purposely show cis heterosexual relationships between men and women. 
do not try to convince me and die on the sexuality hill when this is what our kids are even watching in TV in movies. The woman, the woman always has a love interest. That's a male. Mm-hmm. The animals are always in a couple, a, a boy teddy bear and a girl teddy bear. Kids are being taught sexuality from a very early age. So don't give me the sexuality bullshit. Not only that, since you brought us here, we're not even talking about sexuality. We're talking about gender expression. Those are two different yeah. things. Mario Lopez, you 45 years old. You should know that. Thoughts and prayers. The fa- the loved ones of all these victims can't do shit with your thoughts and prayers. Keep them. Please. Take your thoughts and prayers, fold them up real tiny, and stick it up your ass like an enema. That's <laughs> about as useful as they are. They're not doing anything. Thoughts and prayers are not keeping Americans alive. They're not protecting Americans from domestic terrorism. And I saw Bree tweeted this and I saw some people started piggybacking on this. Like you can't go to church. You can't go to school. You can't go to the movies. You can't go to Vegas. You can't go to a concert. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to the mall. You literally are starting. It's starting to get to the point where you can't go anywhere and feel like when you are out in public, you'll be 100% safe from a domestic terrorist. I mean, good luck, Wendy girl. We're going to keep our eyes and ears to the streets for you. Yeah. I mean, you rich beyond belief, so you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But we will pay attention because, you know, we we tuned in for the mess. How you doing? Curtis. This- <laughs> Curtis, go away. <laughs> You should have known that was coming, girl. Fuck you. I know. I knew it, but I was like, I listen, Curtis, fuck you. Okay, because <laughs> And now here's the trailer for our upcoming podcast, Mystic Moments, hosted by Gary. What's up, what's up, what's up? My name is Gary, a.k.a. Gangsta Gurry. It's an A on the end of that because we don't do that ER buster shit over here. I am an educator turned spiritual consultant, spiritual healer, practitioner, and root worker, among a variety of other things. Let me just tell you, I do it all. Tarot card readings, oracle card readings, candle work. Hit your brother up. I'm here to help you. And I am here as your host of the brand new podcast, Mystic Moments. We are bringing the wisdom and mysticism to your week. Now, why does this podcast exist? I know that you're probably wondering, who the hell is this guy and what is he talking about? This podcast is created for people of color to have a platform, have a voice. Now, we have been existing in the world of metaphysical work, astrological work for quite some time, but having a platform for all of us to be able to congregate, be able to come to, and also bring people that are interested in this world into the fold as well. I will have a panel of people who are uh, people of color, queer adjacent as well, potentially, who will be coming in, speaking about their experiences with astrology, with tarot card readings, and with all the mystical shit that's out there. And we get to learn about their experiences and how we can share all of this wisdom to everyone else. Because in my mind, everybody eats. So we'll have a variety, a myriad of people who are coming through in order to share their wisdom about a variety of topics, petition writing, candle work, self-care and spirituality, card reading, 
Crystals. Learning how to work them crystals, girl, because I know that you're probably wondering, how do I work my crystals? What is a crystal grid? Astrocartography. I'm sure I threw you with that one. But we will have a variety of topics where we will be giving you information on a real level so that way you're able to connect to it in a sense where you can make this shit happen for you too. I'm looking forward to having this opportunity to bring this information to the world and essentially be the grandmaster of this shit. And I'm glad that I get to do this with you guys as my supporters. Now, if you're interested in following us, following more information about Mystic Moments Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Mystic Pod. You can also find us on Instagram at Mystic Pod. And you can also find us on Facebook. If you're interested in finding us on Facebook, the Mystic Moments Podcast, just pop that into the search bar and you'll be able to find us really quickly. Now, we hope that you also check out the network website, Flawless Noises, Flawless Noises Media Network. You can find that at FlawlessNoises.com. You can also become a patron of the Patreon. If you go to Patreon.com backslash Flawless Noises, you can find my work. You can find the work of other people who are on the panel and also the different guests that we will be having appear on the show. Now, I hope that you guys continue to support us, continue to give us a chance, continue to give us a listen, because we are going to be offering you a lot of knowledge, a lot of information that people may not give you so easily. People may not be able to give it to you in a way that you understand. Well, guess what? We're going to run it down for you real quick so you can get it and you can make this shit happen for you, too. We hope to see you on Mystic Moments podcast coming up. Thank you all so much for being a part of this opportunity, this experience. Hallelujah. Holla back. Thank you again for supporting Flawless Noises Media Network. You can go to our website, FlawlessNoises.com, for more information. If you want to buy some merch, you can also do that at our website or go directly to FlawlessNoises.com store. We have merch from Ratchet Ramblings, Mama Meets World, Gay Side Stories, and the network with more to come. Again, our Patreon is patreon.com slash flawless noises. You can go there for bonus content, including audio and video. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound.